0: Welcome to the Autoimmune Wellness Podcast, a complimentary resource for those on the road to recovery. I'm Mickey Trescott, a nutritional therapy practitioner living well with autoimmune disease in Oregon. I've got both Hashimoto's
1: and celiac disease. And I'm Angie Alt, a certified health coach and nutritional therapy consultant, also living well with autoimmune disease in Maryland. I have endometriosis, lichen sclerosis, and celiac disease after recovering our health by combining the best of conventional medicine with effective and natural dietary and lifestyle interventions, Mickey and I started blogging at autoimmune-paleo.com, where our collective mission is seeking wellness and building community. This podcast
0: is sponsored by the Autoimmune Wellness Handbook, our co-authored guide to living well with chronic illness. We saw the need for a comprehensive resource that goes beyond nutrition to connect savvy patients just like you to the resources they need to achieve vibrant health. Through the use of self-assessments, checklists, handy guides, and templates, you get to experience the joy of discovery, finding out which areas to prioritize on your healing journey. Pick up a copy wherever books
1: are sold. A quick disclaimer, the content in this podcast is intended as general information only and is not to be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. On to the podcast hey guys
0: welcome to the autoimmune wellness podcast this is mickey here happy new year Woohoo! Um, today we have a very special episode for you guys just about the state of AIP if you guys follow the blog or you got our newsletter this morning you know what we're up to but basically angie and i want to have a chat um, about where we're at with the AIP movement and where things are
1: going right angie yeah, that's what we're hoping to do today. Also, 2018 Mickey, do you feel like you're in a time machine? I do. For sure.
0: <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what number is that? I I don't understand. <laughs> right. Our community has changed uh in incredible ways since its inception. We started in a, around 2011 and the growth has been overwhelmingly positive, but There have been some downsides, which we're going to talk a little bit about. Considering all of this growth, we've decided to start this year with just kind of a state of the AIP address here at Autoimmune Wellness, and we want to involve you guys in this conversation. So there's going to be a little call to action at the end of this podcast with a really important request that we have for you guys.
1: You know, really importantly, we're kind of like doing this with the long view in mind. You know, we want you, our community, to help us focus our energy. And we really think that starting out doing a little bit of a history lesson and looking back at where we came from and where we are now and where we hope to go is the right way to do that. Let's start in the way
0: back. The earliest threads of AIP began to take form around 2011. So there were some early adopters hey, that was us, um, mm-hmm. that were introduced to the idea of eating an autoimmune-specific diet through the work of people like Rob Wolf, Chris Crosser, Lauren Cordain, Datis Karazian. In 2012, Sarah Ballantyne, our good friend over at the Paleo Mom, started blogging about her experience with paleo and began to research and refine the elimination diet, providing the first comprehensive guidance on this elimination and reintroduction. So Sarah really got the ball rolling there. And then later that year, so still around 2012, this is the year that Angie and I both met each other, we met a few other early adopters, and we all started blogging about our personal experiences on the elimination diet. There were six of us that year. Me, Angie, Eileen from Phoenix Helix, Sarah, the Paleo Mom, Whitney, um, who had a blog called Nutrisclerosis, and Christina Clean Plate. And at that time, we were all very much in the middle of healing ourselves with these diverse autoimmune diseases, but we connected online on the idea that diet was gonna be key to our recovery.
1: Right, it was kind of like um, we were all out there in our individual spaces kind of telling this story as we did it. And we happened to find each other and we were all like, you're doing this too? I'm not the only weirdo. (laughs) Do you remember, Angie, how we met? We were both guest posting
0: for Sarah's blog.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was traveling. I was in the process of moving and my husband and I had traveled to the East Coast to look for uh, a house. And so I was doing AIP while I was traveling and I had contacted Sarah asking for some thoughts that she might have on, um, probiotics. And I mentioned that I was traveling and doing AIP and Sarah was like, what, that's amazing. You're traveling and doing this. And I was like, yes. And she was like, do you want to write for my blog? And then I went and, you know, looked and I saw that you were also sharing some of your experiences on Sarah's blog. And that's, that's how we connected. The rest is history people. (laughs) and then we
0: actually connected too with a few other few other people that we saw on the internet that were kind of doing this but um let me tell you guys I'm a master googler and I was looking for people that were doing AIP and I could not find them (laughs) there were not very many so moving towards 2013 um this is kind of the year that You know that that small group which in our world was six i'm sure there were some more people doing aip but it 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 was like a very small group that kind of expanded into um this kind of grassroots growth so 2013 was the year that sarah was heavily researching the protocol she was publishing these blog articles that were just like i mean mini books about the whys and nutrient density and reintroductions. Um, I, recipe tested and developed recipes for an ebook and came out with an ebook then we all started to kind of open up to this idea that maybe there were some lifestyle things that were factors at play it wasn't just about the food and so this kind of tiny group started expanding into um, a lot a lot more people you know a lot more bloggers some health coaches started to kind of like turn a you know interested ear not totally jumping on the bandwagon but you know there were a little more recipes and there were definitely a lot of savvy people kind of in the know and starting to try some of these changes
1: right yeah that year was fun because we started to have more friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got to we got to break
0: out from our, you know yeah, the nerdy table yeah. into a little right. bit <laughs> of a of a real community it was great right 2014 was crazy so the next year was in my mind kind of the breakout year so we had a ton of amazing books come out and that's usually when you can kind of tell the consciousness is shifting is if people both um, have the backing of big publishers for big books or are self-publishing books you know that there's a lot of interest there so sarah came out with the paleo approach which went on to be to become a new york times bestseller the print version of my cookbook came out um sarah also came out with the paleo approach cookbook angie came out with a book called the Autom- alternative Automune cookbook there were just probably five or 10 more like ebooks and cookbooks for AIP. So there was like a whole wave. Angie, you want to talk about SAD Day AIP in six? Wasn't that the year that you started that program?
1: Yeah, I started SAD to AIP in six that year and I enrolled the first 25 people and helped them transition to AIP kind of gently. I think we were starting to realize, right? Like maybe cold turkey for everybody is not the best match. And we started to think about new ways to help people find this healing path. And you know that there started to be a lot more people looking for recipes and support at the end of that year, mission heirloom opened in Berkeley. So an AIP restaurant and the first AIP podcast started the Phoenix helix podcast, shout out to Eileen. Um, so we were starting to get like our own set of
0: resources. Like when Mission Heirloom opened, I just remember being like, oh my gosh, this is big enough to have like a restaurant that is dedicated to us. Like I never even thought it, my mind was so blown. It was amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So let's see. So the next year, 2015, I guess that's when we decided to join forces, right? We were like, we should like power up and join like our energy,
0: <laughs> yeah, and and a big part of the reason why we wanted to do that is to move this along in a big way, not just to you know write some recipes and blog about our personal journeys, but really we want to change the landscape of how autoimmune disease is viewed and treated in this country. And we know uh, a lot of things that can make people feel a lot better, and we want to get the word out. So. You know, Angie and I kind of we were working on our own things, and we were kind of struggling and, and feeling a little lonely. And we were kind of like, "Why don't we just join forces? We have the same uh, mission, you know. We have the same intention in the work that we're doing." And so, we joined forces, and and it's been a great partnership. At this point, you know, the movement was big enough to kind of start doing some pretty cool stuff. So, you know, we're starting to see these really big in person gatherings um, with all the meetup groups all over the world a lot of people going on book tours I mean that year in 2015 I went on book tours in some really small towns and got like over 100 people in a lot of very rural places and it just it really made me realize how many people were out there that cared about AIP wanted to learn wanted to change their lives wanted to do the elimination diet and uh, and it was just really incredible to see
1: yeah yeah, that was that was a great year, 2016. A big thing that I noticed, especially through through the members in my SAD to AIP and six groups, is that AIP started infiltrating the offices of doctors um, who were kind of progressive and ready for this and things kind of went global like we had a few friends before that but then it started to get really pick up steam it really became
0: clear that the movement wasn't just about those of us at the u.s so both international readership um, you know we could see that come through in our google analytics and also membership in our blogging community we began to see you know australia new zealand a huge contingency from down under a lot of canadians south americans europeans even the middle east And another thing that we saw really change in 2016 was that our discussions shifted to really widely encompass the lifestyle changes, the implementation side of like, how do you practically actually do AIP and patient advocacy? So really, um, in the beginning, AIP was a movement that started just focused on food. And then we started kind of, you know, dipping our toes into some of the lifestyle stuff. But by the time 2016 came around and we had just seen so much more anecdotal evidence and so much more science about the different lifestyle changes, um, Angie and I co-authored the Automune Wellness Handbook to really. M- show everyone that food was a part of it food was a step but really you know the medical side of things are important the stress management the sleep the movement the connection all of that so we try to actually make this movement a lot more well-rounded and um, yeah the community has been really receptive of that and I think a lot of people are finding that AIP gets them more mileage when they kind of consider all of the angles instead of just the food
1: Also, importantly, that year, in December of that year, a GI doctor, Dr. Gori Konajetti from Scripps in San Diego, contacted us about the positive results one of her IBD patients had with AIP. Um, He had ulcerative colitis, and that discussion turned into a full-blown medical study. Uh, using AIP later that year. So
0: 2016, I mean, that's probably the most pivotal thing that's happened to our movement. Um, we'll talk more about that in a little in a little bit but yeah just that one conversation happening with a doctor which I you know we always say even if your doctor isn't on the train of diet and lifestyle and isn't there yet even having that conversation if there sparks their curiosity or something you don't even know it could spark something like that study that came out of that convo so that was a really important thing that happened in 2016 let's move on to this last year kind of moving into the present now yeah so so we took a hard look at just some numbers about the movement because Angie and I were kind of like okay how do we quantify AIP people ask us this all the time just like how big is the movement what do we know about about our community how old are people you know what kind of people are we serving where are they from those kind of things so you want to give us a rundown of some stats Angie
1: Sure. So in 2017, autoimmune wellness reached 4 million unique visitors um, with 13 million page views. So that's um, really exciting and potentially points to a community that might be in the millions. We had over 130,000 people sign up for our AIP quick start guide. And the podcast, which you're listening to right now was downloaded over 400,000 times. Of course, we're happy to know that that we're serving such a big community, but we hope that when we're sharing those numbers, what it means for you guys is this is big. It's not a fad. And there are tons of people out there who know exactly what you're going through. You are not alone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. We also found out that 86% of our readers um, on the site are female, which of course that's that's not unusual, right? Like most, um, autoimmune sufferers are female. So that wasn't a surprise for us. 30% of our readers are 35 to 44, 25% are 25 to 34, 20% are 45 to 54 and 12% are between 55 and 64. So, you know, we're, we're kind of like, in that whole age range. And, you know, there's even, you know, a couple people out there. Some of them are my own clients um, and group members that are even in their 70s and working on AIP. So that's just awesome. People of all age ranges and stages of life are giving this a shot. Were you shocked at all to
0: see where some of our readers live? Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is the other exciting thing. We have people on every corner of the planet, uh, that are interested in AIP. There are people checking in on our website from Antarctica, Nepal, South Sudan, Turkmenistan. Um, our highest represented international communities are Australia, Canada, the UK, New Zealand, Germany, and South Africa. But, uh, as you can tell, they're, they're from all over the place. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. Nikki, do you want to talk about the meetup groups?
0: At this point, we have 42 US-based AIP meetup groups. So these are groups that um, someone in the community has come forward and said, I want to start a meetup group for people in Portland, Oregon, like where I live. Um, And, you know, they facilitate that. We have over 42, which is almost one for every state if you guys are listening and you've looked and there isn't one for your state or for your region start a group you know just shoot us an email um, comment on our facebook posts or on our blog and let us know the link to that group on facebook we will totally link to it we love seeing more groups and one of the biggest reactions we get is oh there isn't a group where i live and it's like Be the person to start it.
1: Right. You know, the other day, um, the other day, a friend of mine told me that the the group in Kansas City started out with like three people and they weren't even sure that, you know, it was really worth getting off the ground. But now there are 350 people in their group.
0: I love that. I love it in addition to the u.s groups we have 23 international groups so and some of these groups are incredibly active so there's a um a spanish group that i think has like two or three thousand members so um these are places like egypt croatia Finland, um, you know, lots of European countries. There's a Down Under and, and Australia group. So definitely, if you guys are around the globe, don't feel like you're left out. Um, these are great places to plug in and talk about the unique characteristics of doing AIP in your community and also finding medical care. You know, everyone has a different medical system that they're trying to figure out how to navigate. And so those local groups can be very helpful.
1: Right. Right, they're a huge, huge way to plug in. Um, On Instagram, you guys... Uh, hashtag autoimmune paleo and hashtag autoimmune protocol have been used over a hundred thousand times each. That's amazing. There are over 50 recipe bloggers writing about AIP right now and over 30 AIP friendly cookbooks. So that means that whenever anybody out there is saying that the food is boring, I'm sorry guys, there's no excuse anymore. There are literally thousands of interesting new recipes um, just for the elimination phase alone of AIP. So
0: Yeah, and and really, you guys can get all of this information for free. You know, the books and everything are are just such a beautifully packaged resource for anyone that wants that. But really, there is no barrier to healing and learning about this online. We all have websites that, you know, we're giving this to you guys for free. We're podcasting. Um, We're putting it out there because we believe in the information. We believe in the movement. It's safe to say that it's massive. It's engaged. It's continuing to grow, it's thriving, and uh, we're super excited and proud of it.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the other biggie, obviously, for this, this past year, for 2017, our present moment, um, we're still kind of just reeling in the awesome news of the first ever medical study result. While obviously tens of thousands of us already knew that the protocol worked, having kind of legitimate scientific D- data behind it was really helpful um it's a great way for us to have new conversations with our healthcare teams so even though the study was restricted to those people with inflammatory bowel disease our anecdotal experience as a community says that um a lot of people with a lot of different autoimmune diagnoses might find similar results if we're lucky enough to see future studies.
0: So, Angie, um,
1: you know, some of our
0: listeners, if they if they follow the blog, they probably are aware of kind of how the study happened. But since you were personally involved as a result of that conversation, um, that patient had with his doctor at Scripps. Do you want to just talk to everyone and just say a little bit about kind of how you got involved and and what the role SAD to AIP and SIX played in this study?
1: Yeah, sure. So when Dr. Conagetti contacted Mickey and I, we had an initial conversation and she just asked us a little bit about the protocol and how it works. And then she told us that she had noticed on our site that there was this group program, sad to aipn 6 and she thought that the model of the program might be a great way to onboard the patients who were going to participate in the study to the autoimmune protocol. Um, It was kind of like this perfect structure was already set up and she wanted to know if we could use that in the study. So I partnered with her. I had myself and another nutritional therapist who uh, health coaches and also a friend of mine who is a registered dietitian, Amy Kubel. They joined my team and together the three of us helped walk 15 patients through the process, all of whom had Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And we just kind of slowly transitioned them just like we do in my group coaching program. And by week six, that's the week that we reach full AIP elimination because we only eliminate a few things at a time. 11 of the 15 were in clinical remission. That's a 73% success rate, which is better than a lot of the drugs out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is like, holy, holy cow, probably like moved the entire AIP movement into the future, like 10 years.
1: Right. Clinical remission is basically the holy grail. It's also important to note that a lot of the patients who were in the study were on biologic drugs meant to help them get into remission. But when they started, they still weren't in remission, even with those drugs. So it really validates the possibility that the diet is a big player in helping them achieve remission. And even even though it was a small study to start with, this is a great way for us to basically do proof of concept, which means um, this is worth studying more, and we hope we'll see more of that in the future. Oh, also the other important thing, all 11 of those participants remained in clinical remission through the maintenance phase, which we followed them for another five weeks. So. This is really exciting, you guys, and hopefully we're going to see more.
0: (sighs) And I want to say one more thing, too, is that the average disease time for these patients was, what, 19 years? yeah so mm-hmm. so these weren't people that you know were newly diagnosed or young. Um, a lot of these patients had been suffering for decades and failed using biologics and um It's just really incredible to see the results like this on paper and kind of validate what we've all figured out um by experience these last few years. It's really
1: powerful, yeah. Really exciting. Um, Let's see what else happened in 2017. Mickey, do you want to tell them about the amazing fundraising?
0: The AIP community um, banded together to launch the complete AIP resource library. So this was a bundle of AIP resources, ebooks, meal plans, guides, recipes, all kind of packaged together for a very low price. And what we did was we we went out, we asked all these authors if they would kind of put in their ebook and if they would donate a percent of the proceeds to charity. So we were able to raise over $30,000 for charities that support the autoimmune community. So um, we supported research organizations, advocacy organizations, education um, organizations that protect access to real food. And it just, it feels incredible to be a part of a community that we need to support these organizations. And also, you know, all of the authors coming together to create this product, you know, it was a win for everyone. And also, so the community members you know a lot of people that were new to AIP we got emails just saying I can't believe this is real I can't believe that you know I just bought 30 something books for $28 like this is an incredible amount of resources for a very low price so that felt really awesome
1: yeah I hope you guys are still loving those books and enjoying the bundle there was one other biggie we graduated some AIP, AIP certified coaches with Sarah yes we
0: you know it, it, we're sounding kind of like crazy people, Angie, and the amount of stuff that we did this year. <laughs> it's like, you nah. guys,
1: what can we say? We have some pretty hot fires, okay? We're just, uh, we're, we're burning up to do this work and see this movement grow. <laughs> uh, last year, so
0: actually in 2016, the three of us were kind of realizing that we needed to pass the torch and train others in, in this approach. And we started developing a certification program for people that were practitioners in both the natural and conventional healthcare systems. And this year we enrolled and taught and graduated our very first class, which we are very proud of. So um, we had tons of practitioners ranging from MDs, NDs, pharmacists, chiropractors, RDs, all the way down to NTPs and NTCs, herbalists, health coaches, um, acupuncturists, all different types of practitioners, which is great. And we're happy to announce that um, we have a Practitioner directory. So if you guys are looking for someone to work with, you can check that out. There's going to be a link in the show notes. And we're just working on training that army. So we have another enrollment coming up in 2018. And um, we're really looking to growing this movement from the support side too, not just getting the word out to the public about what they can do but giving them quality connections to providers that can actually help them implement and do some of these deeper testing and troubleshoot because that's
1: definitely a part of um, getting better. Really exciting. We hope that that resource is just going to grow and really help you guys out there feel extra supported. Mickey, where do we want to go next? What are we what are we kind of thinking about how the community has changed over the years?
0: Yeah, so now that you guys kind of know where everything started, um we have a little list of things that that we just wanted to remind everybody how far we've come and the things that have changed. So um, the most obvious is, is more resources. So we've gone from a few blogs to countless print and digital resources to help people cook, meal plan and navigate their health journeys. Now things are getting so specific. We just heard about an AIP Indian cookbook that's coming out. So now people are even to able to specify cuisine and
1: it's just amazing. Um, doctor recommendations are are changing it's amazing we never used to hear my doctor told me to try AIP now we hear it all the time like every day Uh. (laughs) right there's also been a shift from virtual to real connections I think the hub of our community is starting to change and it's not just virtual
0: yeah yeah there's a lot of connection via these in-person meetup groups that we're talking about before and uh, and that's been really
1: awesome to see we regularly overhear people talking about it like in the grocery store while we're traveling or in other public places. Um, I've been on a plane on my way to Oregon to work with Mickey and heard the lady next to me asking her husband about uh, whether or not something was in or out on the diet. And that kind of pricked up my ear. And as I listened, I realized they were talking about AIP. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exciting. It's happening everywhere and it's normal. And that's that's where we want it to be. We want people with autoimmune disease to feel like this is uh, normal way to help feel better. Another big change
0: is that we have more convenient AIP foods. So we now have all these options for ready-made meals, snacks, ingredients to make compliant dishes. A lot of these ingredients and ready-made companies were just not out there when this all started. And in the same vein, there's more accessibility for real foods. So we're finding um, these real food staples like broth, turmeric root, pastured meat, just in regular old grocery stores and much easier access to them through online shopping shopping um I really take pride in kind of knowing my grocery store and knowing what what I can get where and I'm just continually amazed at the amount of changes that are going even in my smaller town in Oregon you know we have a lot more options that I thought were never going to be on the table even a few years ago
1: there's more focus on troubleshooting we now know about all the different areas and ways to troubleshoot that go kind of beyond simply the dietary aspect of AIP and I think that's helping people really individualize and make this protocol work for them. And we're also starting to see reintroduction support. You know, people are starting to move on from the elimination phase and um, there's lots more discussion and resources out in the community for how to kind of use this protocol long term um, and shift it into a more sustainable process for them over their lifetime. Yep.
0: We've also shifted to incorporate patient advocacy and lifestyle changes. So we talked a little bit about that before, but Our community has really embraced the concept that healing isn't just about food, and we've also become more open-minded about blending conventional treatment options with um, natural DIY changes like AIP. So in the beginning, there was kind of this um, impression that maybe going without medication or surgery, it it was like a badge of honor, but I feel like we've now accepted as a community that um, using the best of both worlds to live our healthiest despite autoimmune disease, whether that means for some people taking medication or needing surgery and kind of combining that um, i mean that's okay you know we're all we're all in this to to be as healthy as we can and those are some really valuable tools in a
1: lot of situations right uh and last but not least haters gonna hate mickey I guess you guys, this might seem like a downside to be talking about this, but our movement is big enough that there are folks out there actively trying to discredit it at this point. And we kind of feel like that's actually a testament to the fact that we are now part of this bigger shift in both the food and healthcare system and maybe the outdated systems feel threatened and that's good that means that we're pushing for change and i'm excited that we have haters <laughs>
0: yeah dude, change is not it's not comfortable you know when a system is disrupted and there's a new way of doing something it's going to make people uncomfortable and that's okay you know and we know that you guys probably feel that from from people you know and providers in your life who you know maybe they they follow the standard way and and they're not believers in in this way of healing that's okay but just know as as time goes on and as things change it and we have more studies showing kind of what we intuitively know and we learn more and we adapt um you know i think the
1: sky's the limit for where this is gonna go agree Totally agree. Okay. So what are we thinking about this community for 2018 and beyond? Yeah.
0: What are our goals? We love goals over
1: here. We we love goals. (laughs) So,
0: um, you know, top of our list is just, um, really a focused effort to get AIP mainstream. So, um, you know, all of us as a community are poised to take AIP even further and firmly establish its viability as a healing option for everybody with autoimmune disease. So this is from you guys talking to your doctors and sharing with them that study, to the researchers getting more interested and in doing more uh, research, to you know the bloggers getting the word out um, and educating the public. I mean, you know, we're all working hard on this and in, in our respective
1: ways. Right. And for you health coaches and nutritional therapists who are out there um, in our audience, you know, one of our obstacles is showing the doctors that we are part of this emerging field and we're capable and willing and excited to help them bridge the gap between their recommendations and how a patient implements it in their own life. So we're ready to kind of take that stress off of their plates and also benefit their patients. So keep working on that, guys.
0: And as a next step from there, you know, we see more doctors that will jump on board recommending AIP. So as they hear both positive experiences from their patients, so that's you guys sharing your stories with your doctors, and also as they see results of past and future research on the protocol. So that's an important piece. We also are looking forward to an expansion of real-life AIP resources like Restaurants, retreat centers. So there's definitely a growing demand for a niche market of um, of products and, and experiences that cater to AIP, um, especially restaurants. That's the one that, you know, if, if you're out there and you're thinking of starting an AIP restaurant or you're even thinking of starting a restaurant that's friendly to AIP, go for it.
1: We're really excited to see that kind of stuff take off. Another thing that we're going to be specifically very focused on in 2018, and I hope the whole community will grow to embrace this and help us uh, expand on this topic, is um, making AIP more affordable and practical for those on a low income or with limited access. We really believe that the only way to make this movement really scale up um, and be An honest option for everybody is to figure out that piece and try to work on that. We don't believe anyone with autoimmune disease should be shut out from the healing that's offered here. Another thing we're looking forward to here is further
0: research on the use of AIP for other autoimmune conditions. So um, this first study that Angie was involved in has awakened interest from researchers in other areas, and we're hopeful to see more money allocated and research done. Of course, this takes time, but you know, the ball is rolling, so fingers crossed. Um, And lastly, we really anticipate a lot more people finding healing and telling their friends. So leading to an even greater exponential growth of our movement, which is all super exciting, right?
1: Yeah, like really exciting. I I sound a little tired because I can't imagine all the work that's going to be involved, but I'm really, really into it. Well, now that you guys
0: have kind of the long view, you can see, um, you know, how AIP started from kind of this fledgling movement, you know, a few friends that connected on their personal histories and, and chronic illness journeys. And then it's kind of, spawned into this movement where we're actually changing the system we're impacting the way that they own their healing journey and also the way that they're talking to their doctors and then you know we're also trying to change the treatment options that the doctors have recommended their patients so you know it's kind of from all angles it feels very powerful it feels very exciting
1: You guys, we need your help. We want you to help us decide where to focus our energy. I mean, basically, there is an endless list of things that Mickey and I could do to try to help this movement go forward. There's an endless list of things that we as a larger AIP community could do to try to get this movement to scale up. But we want to know what you guys think is the important kind of frontiers for us to be pushing on. Um, We really believe in this concept of servant leadership, and we want to know what we can do from your points of view to really make this process valuable and worthwhile for those of you out there in the autoimmune disease community. Mickey, do you want to tell them what we need? Yeah,
0: so so we are doing a survey for the month of January. If you guys want to head over to the blog, autoimmunewellness.com, click on the blog, and then you will see our post about the survey. If you guys are visiting this a little bit later in the month in January, you might have to scroll down to find the post. It'll take five to 10 minutes, and when you're done, you get entered into the biggest giveaway we've ever done, so we'll be giving away instant pots, saba flour, collagen, gelatin, all kinds of stuff from all of our affiliate partners that have been really kind to just kind of throw a bunch of their goodies into the pot. Um, we're going to have multiple prizes. We're gonna have, uh, international prizes. So we just are really grateful for you guys for taking the time to send us some feedback and, uh, we want to hook you guys up.
1: Uh, so go over there and do it. You guys help us figure out what to do with our energy. We have a lot of it but we need to focus it. Help us do it. So to close, we just want to thank you guys. You know, we always
0: strive to keep our core concepts close to our work. We believe that the key ideas we outlined in the beginning of 2016 for reclaiming wellness are the same. If you guys aren't familiar with the manifesto, we did a couple podcast episodes on it last year. Um, They were the bonus episodes at the end of our second season where we interviewed members of the AIP blogging community. Um, We really, still believe in all of these tenets um, so that's worth revisiting if you're kind of looking for some inspiration um, for your wellness journey and we just want to thank you guys so much for being a part of our community for being here whether you guys have been with us since the very beginning or if you're a new new follower um, we really appreciate your contributions to our movement and we hope to serve you guys even better in 2018
1: happy new year happy new year guys Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Autoimmune Wellness Podcast. We're honored to have you as a listener, and we hope that you've gained some useful information. You can learn more about the topic
0: we explored today. It's covered in detail in our book, The Autoimmune Wellness Handbook, along with handy self-assessments, checklists, and other useful resources to put your plan into action. Pick up a copy today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review in iTunes, as this helps others find us. You can also connect with us through our blog, autoimmune paleo.com, and with the community by using the hashtag Autoimmune Wellness.